glory days at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cup back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show, everyone. I'm ready to talk about the chase is on, and that means the 49ers defensive line looking to get after quarterback in Trevor Lawrence for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, there's a lot that goes into uh, getting after a quarterback, but this is one of the key matchups in this football game. Trevor Lawrence has been very effective this season through the air, but also very effective at extending plays and using his legs to create first down opportunities. So the 49ers are going to have to be on their P's and Q's if they wish to slow down this Jacksonville Jaguars offense. Trevor Lawrence has everything you could possibly want in a young quarterback. He's he's tall. Uh, he's got the vision. He's got a strong arm. He's got athleticism. He's got a good intuition. And right now he's got a ability to get rid of the football very fast and very rapidly with 2.41 seconds per uh, pass attempt. So he's getting rid of the ball quickly and he's getting the ball out. And we know that has been troublesome for the San Francisco 49ers over the last several weeks. Players that have been able to get rid of the football have limited the effectiveness of the 49ers pass rush. Now the 49ers went out and they got Chase Young. They're hoping that he's going to help not just in the pass game, but in the run game as well. And that's going to really give them extra opportunities to get to Trevor Lawrence. Because let's be honest, when it comes to stopping the passing game of the opposing team, it's about first and second down effectiveness. You were able to limit them on first and second down and force third and long opportunities. Well, that means you're going to have more time to get to the quarterback, to earn the right to rush the passer. And that's exactly what will happen if the 49ers are able to limit the early down success. Because third and eight and 39, you want to get rid of the ball at 2.4 seconds, might not have a receiver pass the first down marker, which means the 49ers can rally, make tackles, and get off the field, which ultimately is their goal every single time. Are you going to bet on this game? If you are, check out Bet Online. The last of the major pro sports leagues is off and rolling, and college basketball is ready to go as well. Bet Online remains your top spot for all your live betting action and contests. NFL, college football, UFC, and NHL are all in full swing. Bet Online is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. All the hoops, betting action, along with every sport available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time. Head to Bet Online today and remember to use your promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. And so this is going to be a fun one. We're going to get into uh, the 49ers and how they plan to affect Trevor Lawrence, but also get into a little bit of the game plan of what the 49ers need to do to kind of slow up and earn the right to get after Trevor Lawrence. Because really the whole goal is to get Trevor Lawrence to the ground and get off the field on third down. That's what's important for the San Francisco 49ers offense. They must take advantage of the opportunities that are presented to them. So how do you do it? Well, first off, you have to earn the right to rush the passer. I know I mentioned that earlier, but how do you do that? And that's something John Lynch has talked about a lot 
over the last couple of weeks is earning that right. It's by stopping the opposing team on first and second down. 49ers have struggled in first and second down effectiveness in not just the passing game, but the run game as well. Teams have been able to get out there and run the football on the 49ers, and that has made it so they have third and manageable situations, third and opportunities to get first downs, and that's ultimately what you want to try to prevent. The Jacksonville Jaguars convert on third down at 35%. That's not exactly one of the league's best. Just look at the 49ers offense. They convert at 46.5%. You can see this discrepancy between the two. 49ers are more effective on offense on third down compared to Jacksonville. And a lot of that has to do with first and second down success. But if you allow this Jacksonville Jaguars or shoot, if you allow any football team in the NFL, the ability to have early down success, that means first and second down, to stay on schedule. On schedule means getting three, four yards per play. Well, next thing you know, you've got a third and manageable. And in those situations, most NFL teams will convert at a pretty high level. So you have to limit those plays for the Jacksonville Jaguars. If you do, that's going to give your defensive line the opportunity to rush Trevor Lawrence and potentially get him down. The fact that he's been sacked 19 times this season means there's opportunities to get to him. But you have to make sure you're successful on first down. You have to be successful on second down. So stopping the run is going to be very pivotal in this game. 49ers bring in Chase Young, which means they have a legitimate edge defender opposite of Bosa. And edge defender is the key, not just in the passing game, rushing the passer, but also stopping the run as well. The 49ers have struggled over this three-game losing streak to set a firm edge. By setting a firm edge, it means you are going to not give up any ground. You're going to hold that guy there, and you're going to make sure that they have to run inside of you. You go ahead and you take on the player. You keep your outside arm free. So if he does come upfield, you can go and make the play. But it's all about turning the play in. Every time you're setting an edge as an edge defender, you want to turn the play in or you have other players inside that can make the play. Because when you come into your alignment, there are more players inside on defense than there are outside. Your team is able to get to the outside, whether that's a run play, a screen play, uh, a bubble screen, whatever it is, it's advantage for the offense. More space with less players is always what the offense is trying to achieve. So Chase Young being able to help set the edge opposite of Bosa, who's one of the best in the league at doing it, is very important. You can put a little bit of a stranglehold on that running game. You can make it more difficult for them to be able to have success running the football. And if they're having limited success in that area, that's going to present more third and long situations or third and six, third and eight, and third and 10 would be the best situation. Those are opportunities where your defensive line can pin their ears back and get after the quarterback. And in this case, get after Trevor Lawrence. So that's what the 49ers are trying to do is create that early down success. Well, for the first time all season, the 49ers have a legit eight-man rotation along the defensive line. They now have four edge rushers you can count on that can set the edge and get to the quarterback. They now have four interior defensive linemen that can help stop the run but also have the ability to get to the quarterback. Of course, Nick Bosa, Chase Young, they're going to they're gonna be the first wave. Second wave, Cleveland Farrell, who's great against setting the, uh, setting the edge against the run and has been improving during the season getting to the quarterback. And then Randy Gregory, who they traded for at the beginning uh, of October. 
So now you have a legit four-man rotation. You can roll these guys in and out and create opportunities for them to stay fresh against the Jaguars' offensive line. On the inside, you have Javon Hargrave, the big free agent signing. He's already produced over three sacks this season. And Eric Armstead, who just had a big game against the Bengals with two sacks. Right behind them, first-round pick, former first-round pick, Javon Kinlaw, who has done very good in rushing the passer this year. So that is something that you can hang your hat on. And then also, you've got next to him, Kevin Givens, who's done a good job getting it to the quarterback as well with a slasher mentality. But what it allows you to do is when you want to rotate players out, you can always take Kinlaw and Givens off and put some of the extra defensive ends in, creating more of a speed package. I know the Giants used to call it a NASCAR package, and there's other packages, right? I think the Fournier's called it a gold rush package at one point, but it gives you other opportunities. We talked for a couple years about the Arden key role. Well, now you have defensive edge rushers that you can move inside. You can put Chase Young next to Nick Bosa on one side of the field and go ahead and still feel comfortable with a Hargrave and a Randy Gregory on the opposite side or uh, you know any sort of situation that you like with the players you have. They're interchangeable. So you now give yourself the ability to bring pressure from all points. That has been a key, and having an eight-man rotation is exactly what the 49ers need because now they're going to have fresh bodies. The times the 49ers have won and had the most success getting pressure on the quarterback is when Nick Bosa has played between 35 and 45 snaps. If he gets above that, that means you're struggling on defense. When he played against the Bengals, he had 68 snaps on defense. That's not a winning formula for the San Francisco 49ers. Limiting the snaps of the starters, having a very good rotation is important. That's going to keep Bosa fresh so he can close games down at the end. That's ultimately what you're looking for. So Trevor Lawrence has been sacked 19 times this this season. That is on track for the most of his career. So he's on pace to set a new record for times he's been sacked. So the 49ers need to take advantage of it. And it sounds kind of a different considering the fact he gets rid of the football at 2.41 seconds. Uh, how is he getting sacked at a higher rate than normal? Well, that's because his his offensive line, when they're blitzed, are not holding up. He has two seconds to throw the football on blitzes. Been blitzed 80 times this season, and that's what the rate is, two seconds. You get rid of the football normally at 2.4, and you're having pressure at two, two seconds. Um, that's not good. That means the opportunity to get home is there. And he's had mixed results on those situations where he's getting blitzed. One thing I saw on film, because I, I went back and I watched a few of Trevor Lawrence's game. The one thing about the bye week gives you more opportunity, right, to watch some of the film. And I saw that when he got into third down situations and they brought a blitz, a lot of times he would check the football down. So if you get to a, a third and 10, third and 11, most of the, most of the time you just want to sit back, play the sticks. But it might be advantageous to go ahead and bring a blitz and force him to get rid of the football before he wants to. Now, Trevor Lawrence has weapons. He has guys on the outside that can win. They have Calvin Ridley. He's returned uh, from his suspension. He's a legit number one receiver. Uh, They got Christian Kirk. We all remember him from the Cardinals. I think they overpaid for him, but he's had some dynamic plays this season out of the slot, which we know is always a point the 49ers need to pay attention to. But they also have dominant uh, tight end Evan Ingram. I mean, he creates some interesting matchups for everyone in the passing game. 
I think his designation from Steve Wilkes, whether he's considered a tight end or wide receiver, is one of the keys in this football game. If he's a wide receiver, you're going to see more Isaiah Oliver in the nickel package. If he's a tight end, you're probably going to see more Oren Burks. I think that's one of the interesting matchups. We talked about earning the right to rush the passer. Well, if you put Evan Ingram as a wide receiver and you bring your nickel package out, you still have to be able to stop the run. And Travis Etienne and this Sam, or and this Jacksonville Jaguars offense has been running the ball pretty effectively this year, over 900 yards on the ground this season. They're doing a good job, and they've been taking advantage of opportunities that the defenses have been giving them. And the threat of Trevor Lawrence using his legs uh, in the run game is also something the 49ers have to make sure they pay attention to. So you have to make sure you stop that run early so that way you can get to Trevor Lawrence and get him to the ground. Trevor Lawrence has been effective this year. He's completing 68% of his passes, and that's a that's a good rate. That's a good number. He's had nine touchdowns to four interceptions. A two-to-one ratio is exactly what you always want. He's right near that. So not turning over the football very much, limiting the mistakes. Only 15% of his passes this year have been considered bad passes. So he's doing a good job of being accurate and making sure he's throwing into the proper locations where he wants to throw it. One of the most interesting things is uh, the 49ers are probably going to run a lot of zone in this game. Uh, part of the reason that you run a lot of zone is the fact that you're going to have the opportunity to keep your eyes on Trevor Lawrence when he's in the pocket. But also, that's the best situation for your corners. Your corners play better in the zone coverage game than they do uh, in man coverage. So I think the 49ers are going to be looking to run some zone. They're probably going to look for their front four to get home early. But if you get to third and long situations, don't be surprised. You see Steve Wilkes dial up an occasional blitz to get home to Trevor Lawrence. Now, one thing that's become apparent to me about the Jacksonville Jaguars passing game is they've been running more RPO than they have over the last two seasons. That could be the Doug Peterson effect. We know that when Doug Peterson was in Philadelphia, he trended to the RPO. That was one of the big reasons they won the Super Bowl uh, the year he was in Philly is because they really turned to that RPO game. And the RPO game is tough to defend if you have a quarterback and you have a, a coach and skill players that are very comfortable running it. And what is an RPO? Well, it's a run-pass option. So they call it a run play, but there's an option to pass it off of it. So all the offensive linemen are going to block like it's a run. The running back is going to run the ball like it's a run play. But Trevor Lawrence has the ability to pull the ball from the running back at the mesh point and be able to throw the football. And they can run different you know, routes out of it. A lot of times you see uh, quick slants uh, or quick routes because you have to get rid of the football before the offensive linemen get to the second level. If they get to the second level, it's a legal man downfield. So what they do is they get you to move a linebacker. Uh, you, know, you start flowing with the run play. You move and vacate his zone. And then they throw the football right where you just vacated. 49ers do it some, um, but the, you know, the Philadelphia, I'm sorry, the Jacksonville Jaguars do it a lot like they did in Philadelphia. So the rate of RPO is going up. The rate of play action pass is going down uh, for the Jacksonville Jaguars, but they still run both. So it is important to limit the effectiveness of the run game early. So that way you don't get into tough situations uh, in the RPO. If you're having to commit, full out commit, uh, to stopping that run because you're struggling. And next thing you know, they start hitting you with these RPOs. You're going to have an opportunity to make some plays down the field. So 
I think the 49ers know what they need to do there as far as you know, making sure they stop the run on early downs and per- get Trevor Lawrence into some situations uh, where he's going to be struggling, hopefully. Now, one of the players that I'm, I really wanted to cover in this game is Travis Etienne. Because Travis Etienne is an interesting player. He presents some obstacles for the 49ers. And we've seen the 49ers linebackers and 49ers defense go against very talented uh, running backs. You know, we've seen them last year go against Austin Eckler, this year Tony Pollard, uh, finding these guys that can create in the open space, players that can catch the football in the backfield, but also are very good at running the football both between the tackles and outside. And Travis Etienne is good at that, not to mention the screen game, his ability to create and get uh, yards down the field just from a simple screen. Well, Fred Warner and Trey Greenlaw have to be able to pay attention to Travis Etienne. So they're going to have to focus on that. And he's going to be an interesting player for them to be able to monitor because the truth is Travis Etienne is very uh, sneaky in space. He can make you miss, he can get free, and he can make plays. So Fred Warner versus and Dre Greenlaw versus Travis Etienne is going to be interesting. That's a matchup that I'm looking forward to watching in this game. Looking forward to seeing how Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw play him, how Steve Wilkes dials it up as far as how much attention they pay to the ETN, not just running the ball, but also catching the ball in the backfield. If they can limit ETN's effectiveness, I think they can slow down this Jaguars offense. I don't think ETN drives the entire offense, but I think he's a big reason why they have the effectiveness that they have. The checkdowns, the screens, uh, running the football between the tackles. All those things benefit that Jaguars offense. That's what allows them to run the RPO. That's what allows them to run the play action passes where they can get the ball down the field to Calvin Ridley or um, you know some of these other dominant and, and really good players. And one of the ones that I'm interested to see too uh, that it kind of scares me a little bit is Agnew. Uh, he's a guy, Jamal Agnew, that scares me a little bit because if he gets the football in space, he's got elite speed to be able to take it to the house. And they will use him in a variety of different ways. Uh, they'll they'll give him the football in the backfield. They'll run a quick screen. They'll send him vertically down the field and chuck it deep. There is so much they will try to do with Agnew. So the Fournierers have to make sure they stay on their assignments. Alignment and assignment is so important in this game. That's been something that's been difficult for the 49ers over the last few weeks. Alignment and assignment. Alignment is so important because if you get lined up the right way, number one, you could uh, be in the proper spots when you're supposed to be. But secondly, they help other players on your team. Defensive linemen being in the right alignment helps protect linebackers. Linebackers being in the right alignment helps protect themselves from offensive linemen being able to get to them in the second level in the run game. So there's so many things that you have to do pre-snap to make sure you give yourself the best chance to have success on that play. 49ers, for whatever reason, haven't had that exact success. Looking forward to them coming out of the bye week, making the necessary adjustments, and getting this thing figured out. I think the 49ers definitely can do it. I think they can get this figured out. And if they can limit the effectiveness of Travis Etienne, that will affect the effectiveness of Trevor Lawrence in this offense. They're able to get first and second down stops. uh, Then they can kind of slow up these gadget plays. But when you're talking about Agnew and you're talking about players that can create, you have to have 
nice eyes when you're playing an edge defender spot. So Chase Young, Nick Bosa, Randy Gregory, they're going to have to be looking not just for offensive linemen coming back towards them, but running backs and tight ends. They like to sneak tight ends out uh, from the other from the other side to hide them behind the line of scrimmage, sneak them out where they can get open. You got to be able to check those guys, uh, change their um, their their angle where they're running, their route angle. You've got to do a lot of things. So I'm looking forward to seeing how the 49ers defense goes after them and is effective. Another angle that the 49ers are going to have to use is they're going to have to realize what Doug Peterson does in his concepts, and they're going to have to try to take away first and second read. Taking first and second read away from Trevor Lawrence will make him check the football down. Talked about him getting rid of the football in 2.4 seconds. Part of the reason he want, that he does that, of course, is to limit the amount of times he gets hit. But also, he just goes through. One, two, oh, it's not there. I'm going to hit my check down. Boom. Not a bad method. It's a smart method. You get rid of the football. You let your playmaker possibly create. Corners need to make sure they know exactly where that, that guy's going to be, where that check down receiver's going to be. Is it Travis Etienne? No, is it Jamal Agnew? Is it Evan Ingram? Whoever it is, the 49ers need to make sure they get on that player and don't allow them to get any extra space. So go ahead and stra- put a stranglehold on you know one and two reads if you can. That will make him hold on to the football enough to get the check down. And if the check down's not there, you might have the opportunity to get a sack. That's ultimately what the 49ers want to do in this game. They want to get sacks. They want to be able to put pressure on Trevor Lawrence. So knowing exactly what they're trying to do, their concepts on offense is important. Uh, Doug Peterson is not easy to figure out. He definitely has a more complicated game with the way that he runs the RPO. He does a really good job at it. The way he uses his weapons in space, he does a pretty good job at it. And the 49ers haven't been the best at tackling. Whether that was linebackers or safeties, uh, they need to improve in their tackling in this game. Don't allow extra yards after the catch. Because these guys can make plays happen. We talked about Jamal Agnew. Calvin Ridley can take it to the house. Uh, Christian Kirk can. Zay, uh, yeah, it's uh, Zay Jones. We'll call him something else. Uh, but he, he's, he's really uh, got the ability as well. So talented wide receivers for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Talented playmakers all around Trevor Lawrence. Make it a little bit easier. Now, I went back and I watched the Houston Texans versus Jacksonville Jaguars game. Because I thought... Here we go, a similar defensive scheme and a similar offensive scheme. And what was interesting was the effectiveness of the offense was pretty good for the Texans. The Texans scored 37 points in that game. But part of the reason they scored 37 points is they had special teams wins. Special teams wins were very important for them in that game. A blocked field goal, uh, a kick return for a touchdown. So really Jacksonville played pretty well against that Houston Texans team. But big plays were created. Warriors need to create some big plays. They need to get Trevor Lawrence to turn over the football, and they need to limit the effectiveness of yards after the catch. So this is going to be an absolute fantastic game uh, between the 49ers and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars 6-2 and two are no joke. 49ers coming in on a three-game losing streak are looking to get back to their winning ways. And with one game, right, you're talking about everyone's talking how great the Jacksonville Jaguars are at 6-2, and two, 49ers 5-3. and three. They could have the same record after this game. Always tough traveling across country, uh, but the 49ers are built to be a team that can travel, usually with an effective run game and with a solid defense. The defense is going to have to earn the right to get to the to the quarterback, but I think Chase Young is the addition that they need, a solid eight-player rotation now on the defensive line. That should 
help them as far as getting home to the quarterback, but also it should help be able to protect the 49ers linebackers and allow them to get uh, home more often. If you get off the field, you get, keep that defense fresh, that's going to be important. Early down success gives you the right to rush the passer on third down and potentially continue the trend of Trevor Lawrence uh, getting sacked. He could, you know, he's on pace to get more sacked more times than he ever has in his career. And the 49ers can add to that with their great pass rush. Time to get home. It's time to get those sacks. It's time to start making plays in the backfield. And you're one sack away from pretty much ending a drive. If you get a sack on first and second down, there's a good chance you're going to get off the field. 49ers have to be able uh, to, to get off the field on third down. That's been a bugaboo over the last three weeks. So we'll see. We'll see if the 49ers can get it done. Thank you guys so much for watching. Like and subscribe to the channel. I really appreciate it. If you're listening on audio platform, 49ers Cutback on Believe. Please give it a five-star rating. Leave a review. I just read a really great review the other day, so thank you so much for leaving that. I really appreciate it. And uh, just like always, there'll be more content coming out this week. Come by the channel and check it out. The Madden Sim will be coming out tomorrow and also a game preview show coming out. Uh, so come come back through. I'm going to go through all the numbers for the game preview show, uh, give my key matchups on offensive defense, talk about um, what, you know bold predictions, gave a prediction for the game. Come check it out. I think it'll, it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, but with all that, thank you guys for coming through. I'll catch you guys on the next one. Until then, stay safe. I remember the right way is always the 49ers. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.